0: Welcome to Movie Maniacs, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike
1: Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back with another edition of Movie Maniacs, a continuation of a week ago as we celebrate Thanksgiving. I'm Mike Rags and Chuck Curry here with me as well. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. And of course, uh, last week we did the uh, Thanksgiving movies from 1980 to 2000. This week we'll do Thanksgiving releases From 2000 to 2020. And uh, we'll give you our instant reaction to some of those movies that did come out. Um, Let's bring him in right now. Chaka, first and foremost, happy Thanksgiving. One less football game to watch on Thanksgiving, huh?
0: I know what happened. Tell us.
1: Uh, Well, you know what? This COVID thing kind of is sweeping the nation, as they say in the trades. Uh,
0: What's the first thing when I heard it? I sent you a text. I said, "Okay, what is NBC going to (laughs) air on Thursday night now?
1: And what did I say either? You
0: said it's a wonderful life, which they don't. They always air uh, it's a wonderful life on Thanksgiving night. I believe they've been doing it or Friday or Black Friday. It's mm-hmm. not on this. It's not on this uh, season uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Or, and you said or home alone. I, I think they're both great. Those are the two choices I would have had to pick one or the other. I, I I'm OK with either one of those. They're perfect choices. They're good. It,
1: yeah, they make the most sense. How There's
0: about no- this? I got an idea. How about this? <laughs> I'm not going be I'm not going beyond.
1: But no no. I am, don't go beyond.
0: <laughs> I am curious though. If NBC said we're gonna present Erwin Allen's production of the Poseidon Adventure, how many millions would would, would would I'm telling you, Mike, you could get you could go back to old school heyday. 100 million Americans watching the Poseidon Adventure Thursday night, Thanksgiving night on NBC. No.
1: Uh, Why not? Have, I think you have better luck uh, with the Towering Inferno, maybe. I don't know about Poseidon it. I,
0: I got a question for you because I know we don't have a ton of movie news, but I am curious. We grew up on that disaster genre. We did. What happened? in Like, <laughs> they don't, you don't, they, stations don't play the Poseidon Adventure. They don't play, I know it's on, it's on, um, it's on there on HBO in the, in the archive, whatever you could H, uh Poseidon Adventure, Italian Inferno, Earthquake. What happened to their legacy, though? It's sort of weird.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: Joy Joy's has an amazing legacy, and that's only three years. I mean, Poseidon Adventure is an amazing film. Yeah, It's my all-time favorite movie. People lined up around the block in 1972 to uh. watch it. It's a spectacle event. Great.
1: Well, I don't know, Chuck. I wish I had an answer for it. You're, most of them were spectacles. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the earthquakes, the Towering Infernos, they all were. They were. Uh, I don't know. Um, I love them. It's, you know, we had a resurgence uh, for a little while, for about a decade of, you know, about, what, 20 years ago, maybe. There was, and then uh, now they're gone again. So I don't know. Uh, I think they'll come back. Look, I, I saw a movie that, pretended to be a, a, a disaster movie this past week I watched Underwater with Kristen Stewart and yeah, another day and another day that would have been a disaster movie with a all-star cast I mean it's basically Poseidon Adventure meets the Abyss meets you know Deep Star the uh, uh, Leviathan I mean so
0: it's a mixture of different genres
1: Yeah but it really is essentially alien underwater just it's nothing we haven't I mean I mean literally nothing we haven't seen How
0: was the running time
1: about an hour and a half. Probably. Is, it
0: entertain- is it entertaining? Us yeah, it goes
1: by. There's some decent scares. There's some good set pieces, but it's too dark and too. Does like- it have character development? No, not much. Uh, right. Any character development is done by good acting between her, Vincent Caselli and, uh, and TJ Miller. Um, but. Uh, it's just light on story and you don't see the aliens very well because it's the underwater. You don't even know where they are or what they're trying to accomplish. There's a lot of problems with it, Chuck. There's no scope to the movie whatsoever. So you don't really understand, you know, what this uh, underwater drilling thing looks like. So you, you have no frame of reference to, all right, they got to get to certain point B and then you'll know they'll be safe. It, it, it really relies on her a lot and she's good. But again, it really... We've seen Alien. We've seen Alien underwater. We've seen Alien everywhere. I don't know if we need another movie like this. And uh, I remember when we first heard of this movie, we were a little excited. We're like, oh, show I headline, remember. a disaster movie. I, and
0: me- I remember. It, but ultimately, when I when I cut the trailer, then I was, ah, it's not really a disaster movie. No, They're going for the uh, it's monster a underwater. Movie. Yeah, it's, it's a more movie.
1: of a Bloomhouse underwater movie. And, yeah. you know, uh, two stars, nothing great. I wouldn't do cartwheels over it. Um, But again, she's definitely got uh, star appeal, but I I don't know. Maybe she's just too demure, Chuck, for it to really translate into anything of grand stature for her in the movies. Um, She's very introverted. So maybe that just plays off too well. She's very
0: introverted. That's one of my issues in a lot of her work. Could she
1: pull off a Reese Witherspoon type career? I don't think so. No, right. I mean, a romantic comedy every once in a while, produce.
0: The energy's not there.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Although she does have a new movie that came out this weekend, uh, streaming on Hulu, where she plays a lesbian who goes back to uh, a family's uh, holidays, and uh, yeah. the girl from Terminator that we like is in it. the The one oh, that was cool. in The Martian. Yeah, edit. I know
0: who you're talking. I like yeah. her
1: a lot. Yeah. So the, that's new. Um, by the way, are, are how is your movie theater overflowing with spectators for the Croods?
0: We did not book that. You didn't. No, I don't even remember what we booked. We we I don't even remember. I know what we're starting uh, Friday though. We we have a, we we booked uh, Scrooge with Bill Murray for a week. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean the studio fees are good. hundred bucks for the week.
1: That's not bad.
0: No, it's not bad. I mean, here's the thing though. In Pennsylvania, uh, theaters any out any event which is a theater ten percent capacity now. So in our main theater of 120 seats, we were only maxed at uh, at twelve. So we're gonna do. Scrooge White Christmas Day next week, Polar Express a week, and uh, It's a Wonderful Life for two weeks.
1: Has there been any talk of turning the lights off? No, just, we're
0: not going to go that route. as, long that's as good. As, that's as long good. As, we, as long as we can stay open, we're going to stay open.
1: Well, another movie that comes out this holiday weekend, and I'm looking forward to see it. I'm actually going to watch it right after we do this podcast, Christmas Chronicles 2, the follow-up to the hugely successful streaming movie with Kurt Russell is Santa Claus, except now his wife's in the entire movie with him. So I'm like
0: the I'm uh, like the uh, advertiser to your big night.
1: Pretty much. Uh, and I we just rewatched the Christmas. Who are you going to watch it with you, daughter? Yeah, of course. W- um, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, it was very it was a big surprise how much I enjoyed the first one. And I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan. So why not? Right. And by the way, that movie with Kristen Stewart's called Happiest Season that is now streaming right now. Ah, uh, co-stars Mackenzie Davis. Yes, you?
0: Mackenzie Davis.
1: Very, very talented actresses. there leading the way, um, Chuck. So uh, again, nothing that's going to do big spoil. Hey, But Nick Cage has a movie in the theaters. If you really want to get technical, Chuck,
0: what, what is this?
1: Is the Croods? I mean, oh yeah, he's oh, got the Croods going up against. You know, jiu-jitsu. I actually read
0: there's a possibility they could expect in five days upwards of twenty million dollar box office. I don't buy it. I'm not buying it.
1: it. I didn't. I didn't think it was a strong enough brand for it to matter. Um, of all the animated movies that are, you know, have sequels, I, that's I'm not, not.
0: That's not the film people are going to risk
1: dancing COVID-19. around
0: COVID. No. Wonder Woman 1984 is going to be the one that they will.
1: Yep, they will, and they'll do they it will. in about a month.
0: Yes, I got a bit of movie news. I want to go over this with you. The other day, it was announced that um, Disney, who bought 20th Century Fox who now owns the Predator franchise has hired the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane to helm a uh, fifth Predator standalone Predator movie thoughts.
1: Yeah. Well, we talked about this last week, so we we, did. Yeah, we did. We, cause uh, we were excited. The fact that, yeah, that's right. So we
0: gave our thoughts.
1: Yeah, we gave our thoughts. So if people want to go back and listen to last week,
0: But uh, let me ask you a question. (laughs) Now that you had a week to think about it and stew in your mind.
1: <laughs> my mind has not changed <laughs> since uh, the last time. We talked. Now, do you want to go back and talk about how much you like the Danny Glover version again for the <laughs> I don't know about the 25th time?
0: No, okay. that, see that. Just pop, I was thinking I don't have a lot of movie news, so it, it sort of popped into my head. <laughs> I went with it.
1: All right. Well, um, but
0: for people who didn't know that last week, now they know.
1: <laughs> hey, they Did- might not have listened last week. So All right, it's Di- new to Disney
0: them. Disney's going to do another Predator movie, going to go to the well. Once again,
1: the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane.
0: Hopefully, they know. have a magic script,
1: Mike. Yeah, we, well, gotta, we get a good one. God knows they can get Adrian Brody to come back because he hasn't done much lately. That's no, sure. what happened to him? Uh, I don't know. Um, scream January 14th, 2022, Chuck. Um, that's kind of exciting, Wait, right around the
0: corner, Mike.
1: Yeah, well, but mark your calendar for crying out loud. <laughs> Jeez, um, why do they even bother releasing these dates? Or so far, I don't get it, Chuck. I did see something that sparked my interest, and that was Diane Keaton's excitement after watching the recut version of uh, Coppola's Godfather Three. Oh, yeah, what did she say? What'd she say? loved it. She said it's a completely different movie. She wow, said that that's really was cool. More excited coming out now, and knew that everybody was pretty much lukewarm on the first one. Uh, of course, that's going to stream. I think in about a month or so, you'll be able to stream it, and it's going to be re released in theaters.
0: Less than I mean, a month.
1: I use uh, I use uh, quotation marks there, but you know she's not in Godfather Three that much uh, total screen time. But she was excited. Uh, a couple articles out there says it's a much improved version, so some to look forward to there.
0: I agree. I, I'm I'm excited to watch it. Why not?
1: Why not? Indeed, uh, Chuck. Uh, all right. So you don't have any uh, anything you watched or any movie news. It, see, this, Walking Dead doesn't come up with new episodes. You don't give new reviews anymore.
0: Well, f- I watched the last episode of Fear. This is a good season of Fear of the Walking Dead. The writing oh, is much it's it's much tighter. And the acting is it's the acting's really good. I, I like what they're doing this season, which shows they can because I thought last season was pretty much a disaster. And it just feels like they got. New writing that is superior to what they've been doing.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that means because I don't watch that show. I know so you don't. I, you're on your own there. The uh, only
0: other thing, I was flipping the channels the other night and a couple things. I watched the last 10 minutes of Field of Dreams.
1: Great. I flipped through that too. I, 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 got, so.
0: to, I got to tell you. Probably good, it's probably as good as ending as any movie in the history of film, no
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It ranks right and up then, there. And
0: then, by chance... I'm flicking the channels and I wound up taping it because they added it again. Uh, Bad News Bears from 1976. I haven't seen it in so long. I watched about uh, 20 minutes. My, my I daughter watch a, and I, I rewatched I watch a that. Scene, I watched a scene when Walter Matthau goes uh, to Tatum O'Neal, little girl, uh, to get her, convince her to play on the Little League team. Yep. She was really good actress, Mike. Very great screen, oh, great boy, screen she was presence. Good.
1: Yeah. She was good. Uh, Yeah, great movie. That
0: is a classic movie.
1: Instant classic. No doubt about it. My daughter rewatched him. We ended up watching Breaking Training after that. Well, I Here's
0: a question for you. The remake with Billy Bob Thornton and Greg Kinnear just doesn't work. It's like flat. What? What? Like, I guess because, you know, and we both like Billy Bob Thornton. He's very talented.
1: But now we paid. talked about this before. They wanted sure. to make it more of a bad manager, like bad. Yeah, Santa, and right?
0: I, and I, and, it, and that throws the movie. Yeah. out of a whack.
1: See, in the original, work. in the original, the kids are are the are the you know right. the irreverent ones, not the manager. And they yeah. make it the other way around here. It doesn't so work. Doesn't work that way. I mean, right. A movie's not going to work without the original Tanner in it, if you ask me. Anyway, Chuck. Okay. So running around the bases. Um, all right, Chuck. Before we get, uh, by the way, our theme is uh, the last twenty. Movie twenty years of Thanksgiving movie releases. We did nineteen eighty to two thousand. But let's let me ask you
0: one one last question. Yeah, go ahead. When, Ke- when Kelly Leak final at hits that ball in the gap, rounding third, out at home. Yeah, it's still painful to watch. No,
1: it is. Um, it, is. But, it really is. But the height, the 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 peak of that I, movie I know. is Lupus and making I, the catch and then throwing the trophy. You stick it right. You know, I mean, I get it. it Listen, they don't have leak. They're not even in that game, for crying out loud. I
0: know, but it's like, okay, well, they're going to, and then,
1: and they get the rally started with players that shouldn't even been in the game. That's the point, Chuck. You're missing the point. Not everything's going to be Rocky. Rocky loses in the first one.
0: He, hey, he listen, does split, split decision.
1: Look, they pick up Carmen ronzoni and they win yeah. in the second one. Chuck, no, I right? get
0: it. Yeah, let you me know? ask you, have we mentioned Beyond the Beside Adventure this episode? Not yet. No, right. not yet. Let and that, that has know. maybe,
1: as opposed to Feel the Dreams, that might have yeah. the worst ending. Of any movie ever. Let
0: me know when we. Let me. I, I, wouldn't you like to see a a a sequel with um, Michael Caine and Sally Field getting what they're doing all these years later?
1: No? We talked about this last. Chuck, did you, have you taken a nap since the last show we did? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that exact. All right, let's all right. let's do fast five. I'm ready. Um, we, uh, uh, let's see if he's a little. Bit- I might as well give you the same five I gave you last week because it no, seems like no. Um, Chuck, we'll start with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. We're both huge fans of her. She's 36 years old. Major screen appeal. Uh, to me, 10 Cloverfield Lane is yeah, the first I, thing I, that pops in Yeah,
0: me too. Me, me too.
1: She is in Live Free or Die Hard. I thought she's very good as John McClane's her. daughter liked, in that too. I liked
0: her in that. Um, well, I, w- I really wish they would have brought her back in part five instead of...
1: Well, she is know, in I, it.
0: I know. she a little at the end. A little um, cameo. A
1: little yeah. cameo. Um. Chuck, Katherine Heigl, uh, always, a, a, you know, notorious, hard to work with. She's yeah, made a stage, few romantic st- stage comedies. M-
0: stage mother syndrome.
1: 42 years old, believe wow. it or not.
0: I mean, it's got it's got to be Grey's Anatomy.
1: Yeah, I would go knocked it's up, got- actually. Knocked up's the first thing I thought of. But Grey's yeah, Anatomy okay. is a good one.
0: Let's do some uh, some uh, interesting movie. For, who Who is originally cast in her role but left that project because she didn't want um, an explicit birth scene on film?
1: uh Jennifer Aniston, I don't know Anne Hathaway, oh, look at that. Well, that yes. makes no sense. That was a bad career move on her part
0: yeah and then and then it was a great it was a great uh a great break for Katherine Heigel
1: it did she really, really
0: did ca- that movie she's really good she at is it.
1: really good. she didn't really capitalize much from it um movies like twenty seven dresses yeah, the listen, Ugly they Cruise. gave
0: her they gave her chances though well,
1: they you had, know what happens is she, she ends up she, she did ends did up doing a work. movie. yep, yeah, she ends up doing a movie with Gerard Butler and then kill you can kiss that uh career goodbye when you do the ugly truth it's just an ugly ugly movie chuck another fe- a female with a tremendous appeal how about christina applegate she's uh she's uh 49 years old uh this weekend she's had a, ni- she a nice career yeah it started with of course uh married with children um she had a huge hit early on don't tell mom the babysitter's dead she She's yeah, very appealing, that. Chuck, in the Dead to Me show that's on Netflix right now. I don't watch it. Um, but, but, you I know, think- when,
0: you look, when you look at Marriott Show, when it, when it comes on TV and, and you're watching it, that's one funny show, Mike. It is. It I is. mean, that is really one. That, that cast was really good.
1: Excellent cast. And Ed O'Neill was Ed spot O'Neill on. killed it. Spot he on? It. Yeah. Um, so did
0: the kids. She's good. The other kids, they're really all good.
1: And it was one of the rare occasions where Ted McGinley improved his show when he came on. I Um, agree. He was actually better uh, on that show. Um, I actually would say for her though, theatrically, um, opposite Will Ferrell and Anchorman, for me, Christina Applegate. You really haven't named a a movie, but that's okay. It's all right. You're kind of coasting today, anyway. So no. Um, Don Cheadle, Chuck. Don Cheadle is uh, 56 years old. Um, many, many a great part, including I loved him in Crash as the DEA agent. He's fantastic, and now he's great in the Ocean's movies as well. I say Don Cheadle. You say?
0: You know, you know, uh, without a lot of thought, you know, it popped in my head: The fam- Family Man, uh, which is a Christmas. Oh, yeah, film. good one. He's, he's the, the angel, plays. yeah. You know, it's interesting. That movie's directed by Rat- Brett Ratner. I remember seeing that in the theater opening weekend by myself, not a big audience, and I I liked it to a point. Ah. Uh, I knew it was a variation of It's a Wonderful Life. They're trying to do a retread. And then I watch it again, and I gotta tell you, a movie has grown on me tremendously over time because I love and I mean, I love Tia Leone in that film, and Nicolas Cage is awesome. I like that movie a lot.
1: Let me ask you this. Did yeah. did the Marvel Universe get lucky with him stepping into the role as Rhodey?
0: Um,
1: because obviously, we, we remember that he's not in the original Iron Man. He's not the original person who plays that part,
0: Clarence, uh, uh, Terrence Howard, um,
1: yeah. he who apparently troubled. couldn't get along with anybody. He has
0: trouble on the set and canned him. And uh, when we're done, listen, it's great for Don Cheadle because it's a nice paycheck. check. Uh, he's a, he's a, a really talented actor and uh, an interesting interview also.
1: Yeah, he's a good he's a good actor. He always, add, always adds yes. to the movie. And, and last but not least, speaking of always adding to a movie, as soon as you cast Ed Harris, you know, you're getting a pro. It's sad to say he's 70 years old. It is um, hard, to, wow. believe. hard Honestly, to believe.
0: It's hard to I mean, he's good in everything, but the abyss pops in my head because it's so cool. That was movie. That movie came out in 1989, directed by James Cameron. It's so cool to see an actor like Ed Harris do what he did in that movie. The underwater stuff, the swimming It is so it's so cool what he did in that movie. And he's really super good in it.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, he is fantastic in it. Um, the Rock pops to mind. Um, also, um, great,
0: great in The Rock.
1: He's great in The Rock. He's also a very
0: complex character he's playing in The Rock.
1: Very much so. Very yeah. much so. What about um, two, Chuck, um, The Truman Show? Very good in that.
0: Apollo 13?
1: Uh, yeah, Apollo 13, Academy Award nomination as well. Pollock, he got nominated for. Uh, he's really good in everything, Chuck. Did really He's been around a really long time. And you I know didn't you, loved him.
0: Lunch, you didn't mention Lunch Money.
1: I was just going to say, I know you loved him in Lunch Money. No, not
0: really. That <laughs> one, no. They were like, uh, they had the chemistry of oil and water in that movie, no?
1: Well, I mean, so it's, like, hard, I mean it, it's hard to pull off.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work.
1: That movie conceptually didn't make any sense. They should have said, this isn't going to work. We can't make a, a kid's romantic comedy with a hooker. Uh, no. No, Uh, all right, Chuck. It was. I don't know. Maybe it was released on Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about it again. But let's go through the Thanksgiving releases from 2000 to 2020. Uh, I think the trends we saw last twenty movies from eighty to 2000 were la holiday movies, la sequels. Um, some big stuff coming up and a, and a sequel starts in the year 2000. I believe 101 Dalmatians was released on Thanksgiving. We talked about it last time. 102 Dalmatian comes out in 2000 opposite unbreakable Chuck, which was the origin story of a modern day superhero and starred Bruce Willis and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And would actually eventually launch um, a trilogy, believe it or not. But when it first came out, we were both huge fans of this outside of the final frame uh, freeze frame uh, I'm I love everything I'm, in this I'm movie. Okay.
0: I'm okay with the final frame. Uh,
1: but I, we, I love, love this movie.
0: movie. I love the movie. Um, I love the score in that film. I love the concept. I love Bruce Willis's performance. I love the direction. I love that movie. That movie's an awesome, that's a gem of a movie.
1: It is. It's, it uh, is. There's not much. And, and it's an understated performance by Sta- Samuel Jackson, which you don't get a lot of. And
0: it really is a grounded. People didn't realize that they were watching at the time because they, they the studio didn't really want to disclose exactly what the movie is about. But really what you're watching is a very grounded version of Superman
1: yeah. in a lot of ways. It is. Right? It is. Um, and it was really the last movie, although... Ah, uh, we both liked. Uh, we we both enjoyed Signs. It's the last movie where Shyamalan actually made an entire movie instead of coming up with a twist ending first and then putting a movie before it. Yeah, which he he got in the habit of The Village is one of the worst movies ever made, and it's like he came up with the ending before he came up with the script. Um, Chuck, two thousand and one, interesting pairing of Robert Redford and Brad Pitt never really materialized in a Tony Scott thriller Spy Game. A decent movie, but probably not as good as their leads.
0: Yeah, it's decent. Not memorable, though.
1: A surprise hit that year was uh, Thanksgiving with Owen Wilson in an action movie. Um, It seemed miscast, but it actually works pretty good. And a lot of it has to do with the couple scenes Gene Hackman's in. And Behind Enemy Lines was a bit of a hit.
0: It was. I like that film. It's played. uh, You don't see it the last few years, but by God, that played on cable all the time. And it's one of those movies that hooks you because it has a repeatability. Having said that, that director. Went on to do Die Hard Five, and uh,
1: yeah, we know how you I, feel you, about that. I mean, yeah, I think I think part of the charm of that movie is casting Owen Wilson in that part instead I agree. of someone else. And,
0: and Gene Hackman is Gene Hackman. Well,
1: you know, you got Gene Hackman, you're not going to go wrong. All right, Chuck. In 2002, the animated Eight Crazy Nights is out with uh, Adam Sandler taking a turn at the Jewish holiday instead yep. of the regular holiday. Sci-fi movie Solaris comes out with uh, G- uh, George Clooney again. George Clooney. When his name's above the title, it rarely does it mean anything, Chuck. And that was another
0: movie was it was a misfire and it bombed. But I remember watching in the theater. It held my I found it intriguing.
1: I sort of like. Yeah. Yeah. It's brooding. I'll give you that. Treasure Planet comes out from Walt Disney, an animated movie and a horror movie called They comes out um, as well. I remember it. Nothing huge uh in that uh in that year of 2002 chuck um and uh, you know die another day did come out a couple weeks prior to that and again i talked about it last week thanksgiving and james bond especially pierce brosnan james bond seemed like he had a lot around that time frame would come out and die another day really kind of overshadowed the actual thanksgiving releases and uh i am a fan of that one that's the one with uh Halle berry in the in the beach right die another day I, i believe so right it is um Haunted Mansion Chuck Disney you know uh, they they 2003 they made a movie about the ride not all of their movies about a ride worked it was uh, Eddie Murphy another misfire from him also that day uh the missing uh Ron Howard um uh, what do you call it? western with Kate Blanchett and uh, Tommy Lee Jones, a, a really good movie, actually. Evan Rachel Wooden is uh, one of her earlier films as well. Timeline comes out, the Richard Donner, Michael Crichton movie, which actually stars Paul Walker and Gerard right. Butler. They yep. go back to the Renaissance time to try to find Paul Walker's dad. I read the book. The movie never really translates. It was a flop. The biggest yep. hit that uh, holiday season, Christmas uh, Thanksgiving, was the Christmas movie, Bad Santa, Chuck. And it kind of just launched the uh, it, kind of a genre, right? Bad Santa. I would think, I think there was so. a lot of and films it's, after it's,
0: Listen, this. that's a good movie.
1: It is a good movie. I think it was a little overpraised. I have to tell you, um, but the kid helps it. His he's really good in it. I just maybe yeah. it's maybe I'm jaded uh, I, I, because I all the movies it. that came after it.
0: Man, hey, listen, it's a ton better than Bad Santa too.
1: Oof, you're not a fan. Is what, that what you're saying? Which,
0: which is just like I mean, Bad Santa two. They probably it appears they wrote the script on a napkin. <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a lunch meeting. And uh, it's just, it's so retreadable. It's scary. I mean, it's, it's its not good.
1: It's not good. And he's not good in it either. But the original struck a chord and actually and, made a ton of money. And R-rated and comedies and go. And it,
0: play, and, and it plays every Christmas.
1: It does. Uh, it does. Chuck, we go to November, the end of November in 2004 for the holiday season. Uh, Thanksgiving, you got National Treasure comes out. And one of the last of uh, Nick Cage movies that would uh, make big bucks. Of course, he'd make the sequel. Alexander yeah. comes out, the Oliver Stone uh, movie with Colin Farrell, Angelina Jolie, uh, kind of bomb from Warner Brothers. And Christmas right. with the Cranks, written by John Grisham, starring Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. It does play every year during the holidays. It, do- it does. But it is not a good movie.
0: It doesn't have to be a good movie to play at Christmas time, though. But well, is yeah. that a fact? So um, I think so.
1: What about um wasn't the what was the one with um Ben Affleck and uh, Gandolfini that that was a Christmas movie that gets a lot of play too what was that one do you remember that one I don't rem-
0: I know that I know what you saw told- I don't remember the title you got to look it up
1: well maybe maybe it'll it might it come bombed. up it bombed. might come up it did bomb it was terrible it was a terrible movie um Chuck Thanksgiving 2005. We've got a lot of movies comes out uh, come out. Um, Just Friends, which actually keeps replaying. It's actually a good movie too, and it's a holiday movie. That's Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart. He was fat when he was younger. He comes back thin to his old town. Oh, that yeah, movie, very rewatchable. Very keeps playing all the time. Um, very funny performance by Anna Faris in that movie. She as sort of well.
0: disappeared, Amy Smart.
1: A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, also out, uh, you got uh, The Ice Harvest, which starred John Cusack and Billy Bob Thornton teaming back up again um, from uh, t- to Pushing Tin. The Bee Season comes out, uh, which Richard Gere, uh, Spelling Bee movie, Pride and Prejudice comes out. A lot of movies, Chuck. I think the biggest one uh, was a little bit of a, a disappointment. Rent came out in theaters, directed by Chris Columbus, Chuck. Uh, I, rem-
0: I remember seeing that in, uh, on a really cold winter night. That night, it was so cold, it was so it was like zero degrees, and um, I thought it was mediocre from big beginning to end. I actually remember this is a memory popped in my head after the film. I remember going to Boston Market and bringing food home from my uh, from my, th- my wife. That, that so was my, your Thanksgiving. Myself.
1: Well, here's the thing that. the problem with Rent is it's a, yeah. it's a, a Broadway musical yeah. written during the peak of the HIV crisis, right? And the movie comes out in 2005. It really feels dated, Chuck. And
0: yeah, I, I, they, all, they also did it as a live telecast uh, a few years. That's ago, right. So
1: that's right. Didn't By the way, it
0: didn't, didn't work then either.
1: Now, the family comedy, yours, mine, mine, and ours, comes out with uh, Dennis Quaid and Renee Russo uh, that year as well, Chuck, and did not make a dent at all. Deja Vu comes out November twenty second for Thanksgiving weekend of two thousand and six. Um, Tony Scott. And Denzel Washington, who who made a habit of doing movies together, Chuck. It's a decent movie. Um, interesting concept. Uh, you know, Val Kilmer's in it as well. It's got some decent action in it. I don't think it really hits the high notes it wants to. But I liked it because, you know, Denzel Washington.
0: Always oh, good. He makes a mediocre movie. Almost good.
1: And we're talking about bad holiday movies. Another one comes out November 22nd of 2006. Deck the Halls, which stars Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick as warring neighbors trying to put up some holiday stuff, Chuck. This Let is me an-
0: ask you a question. When they make these movies, right, they're high concept. You say, OK, Matthew Broderick, Danny DeVito is a good cast. Do they say to themselves, listen, let's make this movie get in the can because it's going to have playability every year at Christmas. I think time. so. Is that the, I think is that so. the mindset there?
1: I think so, because, you, you know, we're seeing a lot of these holiday movies that are just mediocre at best get released. And they keep, I mean, TBS loves these movies, right? They come yeah. in in an hour and a half. They can add all their commercials, make it a two hour movie. They yeah. can run it, you know, all weekend long. And, and
0: people watch.
1: And people watch. All right, Chuck, uh, much different tone of 2007 Thanksgiving weekend. The Mist comes out uh, with maybe one of the biggest bummer of an endings of all time. But I got to tell you. This movie is haunting.
0: I agree. It, it, it plays like a, a really cool Twilight Zone episode, and that ending. I listen. I, I saw this movie by myself at the Foxmore. Remember the Foxmore in Marshall yeah. Creek, yeah, in uh, in uh, East Strasburg, Pennsylvania. I remember when that movie ended. I got in my car. I'm driving home, and I tell you, I'm like, I was rattled. That that move, that yeah. ending. It's tough. It, it, it was because it was so they literally grab you by the throat in terms of how could he do that but he did it and it's 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 so sad
1: yeah and it's yeah. and
0: its powerful in all the bad, all the wrong ways
1: well it's interesting two great movies comes out come out this weekend that's one of them another great one completely other side of the spectrum Hugely entertaining. Enchanted comes out, which stars Amy Adams as a come to life princess in New York city. This movie's funny. It's got some great music to it. Um, James Marsden and Patrick Dempsey are very good in it. And of course you have Susan Sarandon as the evil witch. Chuck, my daughter and I watch this movie. This is very rewatchable too. And a great performance by Amy Adams in this movie as well.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of fun.
1: All right, Chuck um, in 2008, we talked a little bit about it um, a couple of weeks ago with Vince Vaughn, but you had four Christmases come out. Um, Milk comes out Thanksgiving weekend. The um, Sean Penn uh, movie about the character of the same name, a uh, true life yeah. story, uh, Harvey Milk and uh, Winnie Australia. Winnie, Winnie Oscar. Yep. Australia comes out. So two, three really big movies along. Let, with-
0: what, what, let me ask you a question. I love the trailer to Australia mm-hmm. The international trailer where they use, um, they used the music in the trailer to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, but they, they know how to cut trailers. I like that movie. It's, it's, it's not the movie it should have been, but I do like it. I like the pairing of Hugh Jackman and and Nicole Kidman. I think it did like fifty million at the box office. They wanted well over a hundred, um, but I appreciate movies being made like that. Baz Luhrmann, Moulin Rouge, directed it. Yep, Um I just it has this- a lot of good it has a lot of good things in it. It has elements of a misfire also though
1: yeah i just think that the subject matter is just doesn't resonate enough with american audiences to even give a crap about what went on in australia at that time why not Um, i I don't know Uh, and we talked about four christmases i'm I'm a fan of that movie even though there's no snow uh uh, it is a funny movie by the way transporter three comes out that weekend too chuck i'm not a fan of the jason statham uh series but maybe you are so i I bring it up i like them you like the transporter movies. I
0: like them a lot, actually.
1: How's how was three? Three was good.
0: Yeah, I, it's very entertaining, watchable movies.
1: If I if I miss two, can I watch three or do I yes. have to watch them all? I am no. I going to be OK?
0: Yes, you'll be fine. I'll, <laughs> all
1: right.
0: I'll, you go when you're watching it. Call me up. I'll, I'll walk you through the rough spots. Okay? And
1: and his character in this <laughs> movie, his character in this movie, a lot different than the Fast and the Furious guy.
0: He uh, kicks ass. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, Chuck. I like J- Actually, I'd like Jason Statham, so no, I don't even like know why I too. make a phone. F- um, 2009 Thanksgiving movies. You're
0: going to do a sequel to Meg, by the way, for people who want to know. Meg 2. Where's my Meg, where's my Meg sequel? You're going to get it.
1: Meg two. Uh, yeah, Meg 2. Chuck, Old Dogs comes out in uh, 2009. Star John Travolta, Robin Williams. Um, I, I barely remember this movie um and the pairing of these two. Uh, the road comes out, the apocalyptic thriller with Viggo Mortensen. Yeah,
0: I caught um, that on DVD. I
1: read, I read that book. My
0: lord, is that a bleak movie? Oh, boy, oh oh, boy, boy, boy. I said to myself when I I knew the concept, I was like, why isn't this getting a wider release and why are more people seeing it? Then I watched it on DVD and I was like, yeah. Now I know. I mean, that movie's, just, that movies, movies are, you know, really bleak. It's not for the mainstream uh, audience. I don't think so. No, it
1: takes the ending of The Mist and makes it two hours long.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Basically.
1: Uh, 2010, you got Burlesque coming out, Chuck. Big hit with Cher and Christina Aguilera. Big Uh, hit? Yeah, sure. No? I don't know. Uh, Faster comes out. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's getting in the fray of action movies. Uh, Tangled, the Walt Disney animated film which was the big hit of the weekend and love and other drugs comes out. The Ed Zwick uh, movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway. Let
0: me ask you a question about that film. Is there a version without Josh God?
1: <laughs> no, there's not. I have,
0: why when I watch that movie, I say to myself, why is it, Why does it who? It's a good director, directs
1: that and Ed I'm Zwick. Like, yeah, it's great. Director. I'm like,
0: why, why does he want to implement so much Josh God into that movie? <laughs>
1: Yeah, nothing um, against
0: him. It's just like you got two interesting characters and there's a lot I like about that film. But
1: and a good topic, too.
0: It's a very good topic. Yeah, good. You got topic. A, you got a really good Jake Gyllenhaal. You got a really good Anne Hathaway.
1: Oliver Platt's really good in it, too. Not enough it, of him.
0: It's very adult, which I like. You, yep. They need to make more movies like this.
1: Yep. Uh, but but, it, but,
0: it, but Josh, God is I mean, it's just like. Why?
1: I don't know if now. Look, it didn't make much money at the box office. I don't think we can blame Josh Gad for that. I mean, it,
0: no, uh, but it it hurts the story.
1: Maybe, maybe you're right. You're right. Uh, Happy Feet Two comes out November eighteenth, uh, Thanksgiving week for uh, two thousand and eleven. Uh, big fan of that animated series. Robin Williams, another pay- Robin Williams, another payday for his voice. Uh, Chuck Elijah Wood as well um, was the big release of 2011 and you have no heart or soul so i don't imagine you've seen happy feet one or two so No,
0: I actually am a big fan of one. I you watched are. My, my daughter was really What you got this come out now?
1: That one was 2011, the other one probably 5 years prior.
0: Okay, my daughter was born in uh in 2005. So she used to dance to that movie all the time.
1: Yeah. It's it's a good it's a good little film. But the, the both of them are really good. Yeah. Um Chuck in uh 2012 I am one of the few people that thought the Red Dawn remake was very good and very underrated. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a really good job of um, twisting things up as far as the characters. But there was good action in it. I loved um, uh, the the, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan uh, taking over his powers. But I actually thought this was a decent. I got to
0: be honest with you. I've never seen the film in its entirety.
1: Really, I, I know. I have not. I I, liked I, I
0: I heard how trashed it got. I was like, all right.
1: I mean, Josh Peck is miscast. Let
0: me ask you a question. You're the only person on earth who likes this movie.
1: That's were not you, true.
0: Were you drinking that, that night? That's watched.
1: not true. That's not true. Now you know, uh, I. You know that's not true. I mean, it, right. it did. It did make uh, you know fifty million dollars at the box office. I wasn't, did it really? Yeah. Uh, maybe it's you. Uh, you right. stopped going to the movies in 2012 and on. No, um, it did open up against a, a, a movie I'm a bigger fan of. And one of the best movies of 2012 was Life of Pi, um, which, you know, Ang Lee directed it about the kid on the boat with the tiger. I like that movie. I that like movie you. is fantastic, a, Chuck. You
0: just, you just something popped in my head. You jogged a memory. It was called 3D. I didn't watch it in 3D, but that was one of the big that was a big 3D release, actually. Can I be thankful for something? Thank God, 3D went
1: away. 3D kind of did go away. Yes, they don't really do it anymore. It
0: slowly went away, but well, my God, enough is enough.
1: Well, Chuck, all movie theaters have gone away from. I, I want 2D at this point. I don't. I really, don't want
0: to hear Avatar. I don't want to hear Avatar trying to bring it back.
1: Avatar. Uh, 2. No, I don't. But Life of Pi, if you have not seen that movie, is a fantastic movie. Um, and and it came out 2012 uh, Thanksgiving 2013. Getting closer, Chuck. Getting closer to. To nowadays, Anchorman Two, the sequel, comes out not as good as the original. Some very funny stuff in it, though. You yeah. got Will Ferrell in it. Everybody comes back. There's, Paul look, it's very broad. It's very stupid. You'll laugh a lot, but it's not as good as the first one, uh, which was grounded in and in 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 in, su- in just total hilarity. I know a movie you're fond of comes out. You like the subject matter. Home Front comes out. Is Jason Statham toning things down a bit, Chuck? And I think you like this movie.
0: I believe that was written by Sylvester Stallone. Correct. Winona Ryder's in it. Correct. Uh, James Franco's the I, villain, right? I, I, it was a very, I, I enjoyed watching it. It's, it's not great, but I did like it.
1: Oh, James, so Franco,
0: James Franco's had a weird career.
1: Very weird. Career. I
0: mean, he's just, he's one of those, he's a chance taker. Yeah. I, um, I, I, I have to believe the Me Too movement hurt him a little.
1: I think so. Uh, it appears, I think so. Though.
0: It appears that
1: way, um, and there's a lot of roles he probably should have said no to that he Maybe. didn't say. Um, Chuck, in 2014, you had Angelina Jolie's directorial uh, movie Unbroken, which is a bit of a flop. I know they wanted a lot out of this real life picture uh, about a war, war, World War II hero. Um, I liked it though. It's not bad, but it, it's I know a hard
0: watch. Though it's pretty grueling. A lot of t- lot of torture sequences in it.
1: A live action version of Paddington comes out and the sequel to Horrible Bosses, Chuck. A Horrible Bosses 2, not as good as the original one. And I think it's still funny, still very entertaining, yeah. um, but the, the original really resonates real well. Yeah. All right, 2015, just five years ago, Chuck, we get this, uh, the sixth Rocky movie. Creed comes out Thanksgiving weekend. Um, uh, Michael B. Jordan, obviously, back uh, at Creed 2. He would do it again and Sylvester Stallone. Um, no more, uh, no more Paulie Chuck. Uh, he, he knocked off another character for Creed, but it works. Um, I love works, the ending to this big. film. This is a great movie, you know.
0: Uh, in, in retrospect, I was thinking about this because the Rockies there all the time, and uh, I love Rocky Balboa. If I had to pick, beside the original Rocky, if I had to pick one Rocky that I absolutely adore, it's Rocky Balboa. So when Creed comes out, I was like. There's no way this is going to be as good in quality, and I was wrong. It is—it's terrific.
1: It is good. I mean,
0: it is terrific, and his performance is great, and it—it uh, it works from beginning to end. It's a fantastic
1: movie. Great fighting scene at the end too. It, it is a fantastic movie, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Chuck, all right, Thanksgiving 2016, uh, Bad Santa Two comes out uh, that Thanksgiving. We we just talked about. How much we didn't like it? An underrated movie, I thought. Chuck came out that weekend too. It didn't do much at the box office, but it was Allied, Brad Pitt World War ii movie opposite Marion Cotillard, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Thought this movie was decent. Didn't no, get much of an no. audience at
0: all. I, I, no, I, I, I uh, honestly, I didn't like it.
1: All right, well, that,
0: I thought it was pretty boring, actually.
1: No, nah, I, well, you know, I liked it. Um, not great, but good. Rules don't apply. Comes out Warren Beatty's movie and Miss Sloan, which always appealing Jessica Chastain, Chastain um, but uh, not the a Warren of-
0: Beatty movie bombed.
1: Yeah, it did. That Big was time. like
0: the nail in the coffin of uh, the tail end of his career.
1: Well, I think the nail in the coffin was saying the wrong winner at the Academy Awards. Might have that been
0: was him. pretty That's that is going to that, that's a tough that, one 2 that, punch. That's a, Yeah. Uh, and, and unfortunately, that that's that sort of hurts his legacy, I think.
1: A little bit. Although I a lot of it, it was Faye Dunaway's fault. I know no, I get
0: it. But it just there's something about a I hate saying this. I hate I do hate saying this. There's something about aging iconic people that make mistakes it just it it just kills them.
1: Yeah. Um, and
0: that was that was one that, that that was a horrible moment in movie history that night. It really was. And
1: he's an, and, and it sucks because he's an iconic actor. I, I know that. Um, I know. Uh all right, November 30th, uh Thanksgiving weekend 2017. Chuck, the third Pitch Perfect movie comes out. Uh surprise hit, surprise trilogy. Probably when they made the first one. They didn't expect expect to make three of these movies with Anna Kendrick leading all-star cast of Glee Club college members. Pitch Perfect three. Um, not as big as hit as the prior two, but found an audience, Chuck, and people love this uh little trilogy.
0: I I I I <laughs> I thought they started stretching the rubber band pretty thin. Having said that, the cast is really good.
1: Yeah, it is. Although I can never understand what they're actually announcing for those two announcers. Um, uh, for the perfect, obviously, it adds a lot of comedy to the film. Yeah. but it, yeah. it doesn't really make sense what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm probably nitpicking a movie that doesn't really need to be nitpicked. Creed two comes out Thanksgiving, Chuck, of two thousand and eighteen. Just a couple of years later, look what happened, What happens in this film? They get a good job out of Dolph Lundgren, and they really layered the 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 Ivan Drago. And role. I love that part. And, part of and it. I, I thought that and if they didn't do that, I'm not sure how much I would have well, enjoyed. Well, it's,
0: it's definitely a slow burn movie. It, it it's, They're not trying to quicken the pace at all. No. I, do, I but but when that movie was over. I really dug it because I was so impressed that they would layer the Drago character the way they did, and it makes you look at Rocky Four differently. differently.
1: yeah, it does. It so does. I
0: really liked it.
1: Ralph breaks the Internet, the sequel to uh, Wreck It Ralph, comes out hysterical duo of comedies from Pixar, two home runs, and then two Oscar-nominated movies come out as well, Chuck, uh, for Thanksgiving, including. The Academy Award winner for Best Picture, you had Roma come out, um, but also Green Book, which was a surprise hit and it really did well, including winning yeah, Best you Picture. Know, I
0: gotta tell you something. Um critics for some reason over time, they always have this ridiculously insane issue with sentimentality. And um I gotta tell you, I, I love Green Book. I, I don't I, I don't really understand Certain people, I mean, it won the Oscar for Best Picture, so obviously a lot of people did dig that movie. But people have such issues if something makes you feel good, right? It's like it's bad, like you're being manipulated. What garbage? It's well, a I good was, movie.
1: I was uh, all set to hate this movie when it came out because I just thought Viggo Mortensen was just over the top, uh, typical a stereotypical Italian character is playing here. I like it a lot. And I'm like, this is going to be really come on. And then it grows on you. And then it turns into a Christmas movie at the end. And I just think if the director would have went one step a little further, uh, this would have been a four star. You watch it every holiday movie. Um, They never get to that point. It's almost there. You can watch it during the holidays. I just think if there was another 10 to 15 minutes and another epilogue of Christmas stuff on there, he would have had a Christmas classic forever. Maybe. Yeah. Because if you remember, a it's a Wonderful Life barely takes place on Christmas, and then the last you know ten minutes of the movie takes your heart away. I think this movie could have done that. Look, it's a great movie. It's Best Picture. All that stuff. I just mm, it all. Oh, it just swings and swings and misses. Let me ask you
0: a question. This just real quick. Sentimentality When I say Patch Adams to you Is a movie Go ahead What's your opinion
1: Well that's That's the extreme of sentimentality I
0: I, I still love it though I I understand you are being I get it It's small But I I still really dig it I like it a
1: lot though I'm I love sentimentality in movies I just uh, But that one is just That one plays at it I mean that Manipulation is a great word Because that's all it's doing (laughs) It
0: works for me though
1: Yeah Uh, Maybe And it made
0: made a boatload of money Patch Adams I know general audiences Love that movie
1: all right, Chuck, and last year, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, Knives Out came comes out, and that was an Oscar-nominated movie as well. I'm a big fan of that film, directed yes, by Ryan Johnson. Uh, great cast. They're going to make a sequel to it. I don't know, I know. where the hell it's going to get released, but they are going to make a sequel to it. Great movie. Comes out opposite Queen and Slim, which I actually got a chance to see, too, which is a, dif- a decent uh, Bonnie and Clyde kind of uh, redoing okay. for African-Americans. It's a decent right. movie, too. Um uh, and the two popes, which I am a big fan of too. That came out Thanksgiving weekend on Netflix, if you want to say it came out. Right. Um, we booked
0: yeah. we booked it temporarily, but yeah.
1: That's a good movie, Chuck. I'm not sure if you saw that movie, but I've seen
0: bits and pieces of it.
1: I, I really enjoyed well, listen, the Anthony
0: Hopkins, of course, it's gonna be good.
1: But then, Chuck, you get to this Thanksgiving weekend and it's just the crude's a new age in theaters, and and, and we're taking it on the chin here a little bit as moviegoers. As we've gone through the you last.
0: There was one bit of news this week that um, Regal Cinemas, which is closed till 2021, uh, got a cash infusion of, of $450 million and they min- uh, wiggled some other stuff. So they're liquid for like 750000000 million. They'll survive. I, I mean, Cinemark will survive. AMC, who knows? A lot of independent theaters, who knows? Movies will come back. Uh, but this weekend, Thanksgiving will be a horror show. Yeah, and and this is typically the be- one of the biggest weekends of the year. But it's going to be a horror show.
1: Well, you're going to see all this streaming stuff go bonkers again now, Chuck, because everybody's they're going to be stuck indoors now for the next two or three months, and I, it's not getting better; it's getting worse. And if you
0: look at the way Warner Brothers is positioning itself, which is owned by AT and T. Everything really is going in the streaming route. That's the main, that is where they're going. They're investing their money, their knowledge, their future. Movie theaters are going to come back. They are, but streaming also is here to stay, no doubt.
1: How many hours a, a, a week do you find yourself streaming something, though, Chuck?
0: Well, I, I, have, I have, in my smoothie shop, I watch. Um, you want, want me to full, full disclosure?
1: <laughs> Besides yeah. watching trailers for oh. Leap of Faith. What are you watching?
0: Um, <laughs> okay. At my smoothie shop, you're going to laugh. The audience is going to say, Boy, this guy's weird. I've been playing Vincent Price's The Last Man on Earth uh, once a day on Roku. I've been playing Poseidon on Netflix twice a day. Um, and I'll watch Back to the Future 2 uh, a rotate throughout the week.
1: Back to the Future 2? That's interesting.
0: Yeah. What do you think um, of that lineup? What do you think of that lineup?
1: OK, what do people say when they see Poseidon? They're uh, probably like, what the hell movie is this? They
0: actually say, boy, that's most of them haven't seen it. And they say, boy, that's pretty intense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then and then Kevin Dillon comes on screen and they're like, what are we doing here? Um, one of the And, worst then, when characters jo- and
0: then when Josh Lucas dies into the flaming water and pops up, he sort of baptized as a new character. No,
1: kind of. Yeah,
0: a little bit.
1: Yeah, again, uh, that movie misses the mark, uh, to say the least. Anyway, well,
0: it, it, we know why, but it's they, they they cut all the character. It needs character development. It's right, an me, action movie. It works, though.
1: Yeah. Well, Kurt Russell's in it. And that works for me. And I'm going to yeah. go watch Christmas Chronicles, too, and see him and his wife have some fun on, on the screen. Chuck, I'm going to stream now for the next two hours. Is that all right with you?
0: All good, Mike. Oh, okay. it's all good. Hey, listen, I, I can't I can't even begin to tell you how much I enjoyed Spending time with you pre, pre Thanksgiving. It was so much fun,
1: uh, of course. And uh, post Thanksgiving too. you have a great Thanksgiving weekend and week. And we'll do this next week as we it'll be December. Chuck, next time we talk uh, one more month of this mess of a twenty twenty.
0: One more month, Mike, will we even be able, we'll get through it.
1: Will we even be able to do a ten best show? I don't even know. No,
0: absolutely <laughs> not. And I still say, how, how in the world are they going to do Oscars? Come on.
1: I, I don't know. How are they? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm I can I
0: tell you if they do it, if they do it, you're going to have the lowest audience by far ever because nobody's oh, going to care. Nobody's going to care. care.
1: Nobody's going to care unless they hand out vaccines as awards. Nobody's yeah. going to care. Not um, gonna care.
0: <laughs> I, I think I think mainstream would find it insulting if they do it. They
1: already awesome. do. They already yeah. do. And okay. this, you know, that's what you know, what I'm saying like these, these award shows have already bordered on insulting to begin with
0: i mean Uh, that would be the height of narcissism no and in the year of 2020 maybe that would be fitting i don't know
1: yeah who knows who knows all right i don't even know if i went to the theaters 10 times and let alone have 10 movies that we watched i mean um we'll do this again next week happy thanksgiving my friend
0: happy thanksgiving to you to the audience always a pleasure thank you Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.